0: I want you to remember this name, Ronnie Taylor. On June 21st, 2022, Ronnie was arrested for an alleged domestic dispute. He was charged with assault and uttering threats involving the uh, involving this domestic uh, dispute. Ronnie has an intellectual disability while in custody in Bracebridge. He was attacked, being punched several times before his attackers left his cell. Seconds after, in the release security video, Ronnie falls to the floor in an apparent seizure. But no one comes to his rescue. Here's Ronnie sharing with an APTN reporter about what happens that night. I'm
1: saying, turn around, and he shoved me, and I put my hands up because I thought he was going to punch me in the face. I remember uh, getting a twitch in my neck, and then everything went black in my eyes, and I couldn't see a thing. And then I don't really remember much. I got up and it was almost like I didn't know what
0: what went on. Who was Ronnie's attacker, Ronnie Taylor's attacker? An OPP officer by the name of Constable Scott Anthony. And this video wasn't supposed to see the light of day until investigative reporter Kenneth Taylor started digging around. Here's what Ronnie had to say to Kenneth about how this attack has impacted his life.
1: I don't leave. I don't like grocery shopping anymore because I'm afraid to go out into the public eye with police being around because I'm afraid that something bad's going to happen to me.
0: What does Ronnie Taylor want now? Let's listen. I
1: think he should go to jail for what he did to me.
0: I said Kenneth Taylor, I mean Kenneth Jackson, is the investigative reporter that covered this story for APTN, the Aboriginal People's Television Network, and he joins me now. Kenneth, thanks for joining me.
1: Happy to be here. Thank you for having me on.
0: How did you first hear about this case?
1: So I'm an investigative reporter. Like, you know, there's different types of reporters. There's data journalists and there's source reporters. I've always been a source reporter, so I work, I work sources. I work people and i uh, got tipped off on this um was filed in court through um so ronnie's lawyer filed an application to state the charges against him for excessive force and uh i went to the court and asked for it and um it started this whole this whole like cascading effect like it took me t- two months to be on, on before i could get it and so that's how i found out about it i got tipped off on it and i went i went to the court to get it basically
0: Okay, it is a long story. I'm glad that we have you for a bit of time because I want to kind of go step-by-step step through this. But first of all, uh, take us back. What happened that night? Why was Ronnie arrested? So,
1: you know, for me, like, I talked to Ronnie. I talked to um, the alleged victim in the domestic assault. That's his girlfriend. They have several kids together. Um, it was, Ronnie has, my my understanding... It's still before the court, so I don't really want to get too much into what they they said, but I needed to know new stories on people who hurt women and children or anyone. I don't really, I don't do those stories. I do the stories on people who do the hurting for for the most part. And so I needed to know that that what was going on here. And I probably still would have done it because I think, I think, I think you can divide the two, Mm -hmm. but I wanted a reassurance. So I talked to his mom. I talked to Ronnie. I talked to. Um, I chatted with uh, with the girlfriend because they're, they're still together. They're engaged now. They want to be together, but bail conditions keep them apart. Uh, for the most part, it, it was just uh, Ronnie's on medication for his brain injuries that he has from a child and from various things, and he had some alcohol in a mix. And, and in from what I can see, the charges that that he got charged with don't match up with what happened that night. And that's just my perspective on it. And I come from a I looked for those issues. I would I if I, if I found that it was severe enough, I would have walked away potentially. Like I, I looked for those holes. I told them that Yeah. That I'm looking for holes in your story. And I, you know, I reached out to the girlfriend and I said, listen, I'm doing this story. I want you to know, and I want to know what you think of it. And she, you know, she got back to me saying, I support him. I support him doing this story. It's important that people know and was very forthcoming that way. So to me, that tells me whatever happened that night, as those charges may suggest.
0: Yeah. So as, as you've said, as I've said, Ronnie has an intellectual disability. He was in a car accident from what I understand early on uh, in life, um, as well as some other issues. Uh, so what we see in this video, and I would encourage our listeners to check it out on APTN's website, what we see is uh, that Ronnie and two officers enter the cell block And at first it seems like everything is calm. And then we see Constable Anthony, the the constable in question, enters in. And there is no sound to this video, but he comes in and the atmosphere changes drastically. Describe what happens.
1: Comes out of nowhere, almost like he was waiting for him and um ronnie's sitting there and the one cop walks up and gently lifts his mask up and i made a point of noticing that because it was a gentle moment like you know no no one's like the cell gate to the door outside is still open no one's worried about ronnie and then Constable anthony shows up walks right up to him and with two hands just slams him back against the chair he's sitting on and you can see the chair move backwards as he does it and he holds him as he grips his, his chest with his hand and he starts to like rip his shoes off and we don't show it, but in the in the one angle, you can see the shoe go flying down the hall. It's like, what is going on here? Why did this escalate so much? And to me, that was an important moment because it shows the aggression right off the top. Why, why are you doing this? Okay, are you hitting him because he's charged with with uh, roughing up his his girlfriend? And are are you are, is that why you're doing this? Is this some sort of like um you know punishment? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But so you know, I've seen every angle of that video. And so he's he does that he hits him, and then he lets go of him. And another cop goes to uh, lift him up, and then he lifts him up and slams him against the brick wall, further you know making a further um, uh, you know aggressive uh, attempt on him or a move on him. And then they lead him to the hall or the on uh, the uncuff him, and they and he's uncuffed, and all three of them walk to the cell block. And the camera changes again, and they go into a little corridor outside of the cell block, uh, outside of the cell. And, you know, I asked Ronnie, did you see Ronnie slowly turn around? Yeah. I go, what did he say to you? Like, why'd you turn around? He's like, well, he told me to turn around. And it's like, I, I don't understand why that would happen. I don't, I don't, Ronnie, if Ronnie was going to, uh, you know, be angry with him at any point, it would have been from the very get-go. You know, he would have been like pushing back. He didn't resist at all. And when he was being a first approached by Constable Anthony, he didn't resist anytime, any time, I think. So then when he turns around, Council Anthony shoves him with two hands into the cell. Ronnie lifts his hands up almost like he's going to because he thinks he's going to get punched in the face. And he's, and he's right because that happens. And then they go into the cell and Ronnie and the cops kind of on top of him. And as they fall onto like this bench that's in the cell, he just starts filling them. He starts hitting them over and over and over again. And in Corbett's the head,
0: say, in the oh, head. Kenneth. Yeah. Let's be clear about that. He's hitting him in the head.
1: Yeah, he's hitting him in the head, and Ronnie's got a hand uh, injury from that night. So what happened is he was brought to the station from the hospital because he cut his hand. Uh, I think he smashed a window or something like that, and so his hand was all cut up. And he used that hand to try and stop himself, to uh, stop or, or defend himself, right? And so yeah, he's he's like he's close fist, bang him in the head like hard as he can, like it's just bang, 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 over and over. I counted fifteen. Court records say seventeen it's hard to tell because you know you would think in this day and age that video would be much better than it is and, and also have audio which I find kind of strange that it doesn't you know in 2023 but still you it's called i good enough quality enough where you see what's going on then it constantly stands over them almost like in know like a menacing way like that'll show you you know I you know sit down you know whatever you know it's just kind of like a menacing view and then they walk away the worst part is in my did watch it i got got my 11 year old daughter to watch this video Mm. and i was like what do you think of this because normally they don't get to watch my stories because it's always about sexual abuse or other abuse that's just too much for them to um, to watch i go what do you think of this she goes why didn't the other two cops help him yes she's innocent she's innocent she goes cops are supposed to help you right to protect you because why didn't they step in and stop him i'm like i don't know honey i don't I, i can't explain it to you it's just the way it is but to me i look at that and i see the, the the reaction from the other officers as almost nonchalant to me that suggests this isn't this is normal
0: mm-hmm. so Kenneth, if this isn't the first time constable anthony the opp officer uh in question um has been accused of assaulting uh a, a suspect apparently there was another case of him uh assaulting a suspect a few weeks after ronnie is that correct
1: yeah absolutely so he um what happened is they they responded to a call in uh it's outside of um uh, and um someone was trespassing on a rail yard and from what i understand uh uh, him and uh, other officers at unseen like this guy was really beat up like really badly uh to the point where uh the charges that they charged him with were withdrawn late last year uh, Constable Anthony was charged with uh, assault with a weapon and self causing bodily harm. Apparently, it's really severe. The thing that, that I think it's important to note is that uh, those officers didn't know they were being recorded by a surveillance mm-hmm. camera at the Home Hardware. Mm-hmm. They had no idea, so they went back to the station. According to court records, got the story straight, and then uh, a Home Hardware owner took that video and didn't send it to the OPP. He sent it to the SIU, Special Investigation Unit, directly to them, which I found to be quite extraordinary. And uh, found out there was a camera involved. The stories were, were not correct. Right. Their stories didn't tell the truth. And this is spoken in open court. And it's important to remember, in Ryan's case too, the court was also misled by what will happen that day. According to Consumption Anthony's notes, uh, they, they got into an altercation outside the cell and he said, "I exchange empty hand blows until in cell." So that means with no weapon in his hand. Yep. Uh but he doesn't talk about the fifteen or so blows inside the cell. So there's been a track record of misleading the court and these on these, um, these beatings.
0: And so, Kenneth, what I find interesting is that they would have known that there was a camera in the cell as uh, Constable Anthony was pounding into Ronnie. And yet you had to go jump through hoops to access this video that, you know, the SIU didn't even know existed of Ronnie being beaten up in the cell block.
1: Well, Neither did his lawyer. His lawyer asked for it three times over several months. He didn't get it until December of 2022. And somehow the part where Ronnie gets hit was removed hmm. anymore. He didn't, a lawyer didn't get the full version of, of what happened in there until April, I believe it was April of 2023 this year. And uh, so what happened to it? The lawyer never got an explanation. I got one from the OPP who said there was technical issues, whatever that means. Regardless, that video, I don't think anyone planned. I don't, my personal opinion is I don't think anyone intended anyone to see that video. Mm-hmm. But there was a lawyer, but Brian uh, Taylor's lawyer, Jay Herbert, is really good. And refuse to back down and push for it so then I when I went for it um, first the courthouse said yeah you can have it and I had prepared to get it the next day and it was going to be put on a USB drive and all that jazz and then all of a sudden they said nope you can't have it and contact um, uh, I'm meeting relations for, uh, for the ministry of Attorney General in Toronto and I'm like what is going on here Meg never steps involved in court decisions like this this isn't this isn't this isn't on. So I was right there. I know something's going, you know, I know I'm in for a fight. And um, Meg's like, yeah, uh, a judge has to approve a release based on these policies, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever. That's annoying. So 15 day, So that was May 2nd. Sixteen days passed. 16 days where no one's giving me any answers. I don't know what judge is reviewing my request. I have no idea. And I, uh, I, I'm getting frustrated. And I think there's interference happening here. Because, you know, I've been doing this a long time. This is a pretty extraordinary step for Meg to step in. I mean, not to get these off you know, of what I think is public records. And then I get a letter from uh, Justice E.A. Carlton advising me to file for a hearing, file an application for a hearing. And I was like, what does that even mean? Like, He goes, file Form 1 or Form 2, whatever criminal thing that means. Like, bizarro world, right? I'm not a lawyer. Even though I know courts all right, but still, so I ended up asking around. I asked the courts for help doing that. No one will give me any help, even though the courts are there to, for the public, not for the judges and lawyers only. It's there for us. So I figured out how to do it. I end up serve, personally serving the crown of defense, as I was advised to by Carlton. I do all that stuff. I file the application, and uh, a couple of days later, Carlton had to recuse himself because he has because he was in conflict with one of the officers involved. Wow. My question is, and I said this in open court, uh, I said, why didn't Carlton know that he was in conflict when he made that decision, sending me down this long road of a hearing and arguing, blah, 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 when he could have just approved the release in chambers? No one could answer that question.
0: And so when you eventually got that video, what did you think when you saw it, Kenneth? Like I said, I, I see it and I'm like, okay,
1: that's... A, I see what was explained to me but it was for me personally it was Anthony's first interaction with with Ronnie that it was that that to me that explains everything the first initial walk up and just bang because why why are you doing this you try and teach him a lesson I don't that's not your job your job is to make an arrest lay the charge and move him to a jail there's a there's a process You know, and don't forget, um, Constable Anthony's lawyer tried to stop me from getting this video. They went went to court. I went to court and I served the crown and the crown went out of its way. Went out of its way to ask the OPP to intervene. It declined. Then it went to Constable Anthony's lawyer and asked if they wanted to intervene. The judge never told me to do that. But the crown went out of its way to stop me from getting this video as well. And also opposed the release. Not initially. They said I was skipping steps by asking for it too soon. I had to wait till trial. I had to wait until the application for to say the proceedings was heard. Like nine months later. Thankfully the judge disagreed, not one. Like I had to I had to like (laughs) I had to argue against lawyers. I'm just a reporter, but I I did it myself because I wanted I wanted to prove that the public because that's that's all I am. I'm I'm nothing special. I'm just a member of the public. To be able to access public records and I wanted to speak up for the public in court and not hire a lawyer.
0: Let's go back to the question that we asked before the break. There are two other officers that are in that video as well who are standing there. One point One is kind of holding down Ronnie's legs as Constable Anthony pounds into this young man who's already been arrested and charged for, uh, you know, this domestic dispute that he's been a part of that earlier that evening. What happens to those two other officers?
1: Nothing. And if you nothing happened to them, and if you look online, the reaction everyone twigged to that. Everyone's like, they should be charged too. Yeah. Why didn't they protect? Why didn't they step in? And you know, like I, again, my 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 initial feeling and my opinion is that this this is this has happened before. This is normal behavior. Like I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, but that, again, that's just my opinion. Like, that's my gut feeling. I'm like, wow, that's this is this has happened before. This is normal
0: this isn't the end of the story. Uh, so Ronnie, as you have said, has filed charges. That's in the courts right now. Uh, the OPP is now reviewing the case. Uh, but you also received an interesting email from constable Anthony's girlfriend, who is also a police officer.
1: That's correct. She works for Rama first nation police services, uh, which is like near Barry or whatever. And, um, initially to APTN to through the programming side because she was part of some sort of uh tribal police show we did and was concerned that I the APTN was making it about race and I don't do that I don't get into those stories we always say if someone's Métis Inuit or First Nation that's because we're APTN that just makes sense and so I wrote back and I don't I didn't have to do this I I did it as a courtesy I said listen it's not about race it's about the facts before the court because I wrote straight down the line right before everything is in court records and um and she responded about being a rogue police officer. He's a great guy. And he's been through a lot, blah, blah, blah. I didn't respond. But, you know, whatever. I'll give her a pass. She, she cares about him. I get it. Um, but then after the story came out, she wrote me with a blistering email, just dripping in anger, calling me a coward, suggesting that I'm a race baiter. And then um, what I perceive as a threat. Uh, she would love to see. I would love to throw me in a cell. see me get punched in the mouth and throat and see how I handle it. I thought it as a threat because, yeah, maybe she's suggesting I should put myself in their shoes, but Ryan never hit in the mouth or throat. So why be so so specific about how you want me to be hit? You never say, make it clear that you want that, that you um, want me to put your, myself in, in your shoes at all. So I filed a complaint, and she's under investigation now. She's under investigation, but through the chief and through my public complaint. Because I believe that, you know, at the very least, that's unprofessional. The very most, it's criminal what she did.
0: Kenneth, I I have to run. But thank you, first of all, for standing firm on this story and for carrying it through. I mean, I know there are many people out there, many reporters who would have said this is not worth it. It's not worth, you know, jumping through all these hoops, trying to get this video. Obviously, there's a cover up. Nobody wants to, to let this video see the light of day you made sure that the public is seeing this video. But I also think you're right. I think what you've shone a light on is something that has probably happened in the past. And this cannot be the first time. Ronnie can't be the first victim at the hands of uh, potentially Constable Anthony, but maybe other other OPP officers. I, I mean, it's sad that it takes a video for people to realize that there is a problem. Um, and, and I just hope, that the OPP is actually serious about getting to the bottom of this.
1: I appreciate you having me on. Thank you for doing this because you guys are the only ones who followed the story and I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, you've done good work. Thank you again, Kenneth.
1: Awesome. Take care.